Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In the tunnel. In the tunnel. In the tunnel. You're listening to In the Tunnel. Welcome to In the Tunnel. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Sean. And today it's May 22nd. We're talking conference finals for both the NHL and the NBA. Sean, how have you been? All right. I I still haven't watched much of uh, the NBA finals, but I don't think I've been missing too much. Nope. I I, I mean, neither have I, but I, I did a little math that we'll get into later in the show and i can guarantee you that you've not really missed anything um what's been new in new jersey not much just work gym sleep what about you in wilmington well i'm gonna tell you sean and i'm so glad you asked because this being the sports talk podcast that it is let me tell you about the kickball league that i'm in uh, which happens to only have four teams, and I am a, probably one of the top two players on the worst kickball team possibly ever known the man. Um, we are 0-4. We've given up probably 80 runs in four games. Uh, we play on an elementary school softball field in which we've given up probably like two inside-the-park home runs per game. Uh We've lost all four games, uh, and they stopped keeping score because they, one of the mercy rules is 15-run margin after five innings, and it, they're only seven-inning games. So, really, we have yet to make it to the seventh inning underneath 15 runs or more. So, yeah, it, it, it sucks because our fourth game looked really optimistic. Like, the score was 4-2. to two. We, like... In the second inning, had some some good knocks, um, and then he just absolutely got shit on. It just absolutely sucks. I we may have the most incompetent team ever. Like the girl who played center field last week, just like, oh, it's easier to keep the ball in front of you if like y- you play back, and just like, yeah, but 
if you can't make a play on the ball to catch it, then we're going to be out here for like 28 minutes. And like she can't catch, never tries to. And when she did get the ball in her hand, she throws with two hands over her head. And it would go like 10 yards in the outfield. So like, you know. Good job. You have a great team. Yeah, I you mean, should be look, really proud. I'm, not, I'm yeah. I, I, look, I was a I was a quote unquote free agent in this league, so like, I was just assigned to a random team. And I'm not saying that I'm a mistake for either, because I was playing left field. I was trying to get the ball in so much, I I shanked the punt in from the left field and ended up it, it went sideways. But like that was my only error. But like everything else, is like, that's I'm, a pretty I'm like a bad error. On my, I guess, like, they were already on third base, like, rounding to go home for the inside the park home run. It's not like I was getting it in anyway, so I was like, okay, I'm going to punt it. All right, like, I guess. Show off show off the boomstick. Um, well, I, I'm pretty sure this explains why you don't play in a professional sports league. Yeah, that's why. Not despite the fact that I have no equipment uh, and no motivation to really, like, get CTE or anything. <laughs> True, true. But, yeah, I mean, like our team just sucks. Like, but it's fun. It'd just be more fun if I don't know we were winning. Like, Isn't everything more fun when you win? If you're competitive, at least. In theory, yeah, but like we're allowed to drink while the games go on, which is weird because, like I said, the games are at an elementary school. Um, but I guess they pay dues on the field and like. As long as you clean up after yourself, you're allowed to drink. And alcohol does not help our performance at all. Like it, I don't think like, alcohol is supposed to help your performance. Well, it, it, I guess you could be more loose. And, like, I don't know when you're more loose. You could probably catch the, like, three feet wide, three foot, like, uh, ball. It's, it's, a, it's not, like, a, a basketball-sized kickball. It's, like, double that. It's... It is, like, more bounce to it, harder to catch. But, like, man, like, we have a 30-some-year-old dude playing shortstop. It was just like, oh, I'm going to let it bounce in front of me. Like, he was playing double play balls, and there was nobody on base. Okay, good. Yeah, so uh, our inability to, I don't know, get off the field. Like, we've got more bug bites than runs. (laughs) Good for you for and sure. your team. Yeah. Balls to the wall for life or at least until this pitiful season and display is over. So that that's what I got. Um work is better than that. I um Yeah. Gonna be working the next eleven straight days because I am that moron who's like, Oh well, overtime pay and then I realize well, I'm no Memorial Day weekend for me at all. So yeah, that's what I signed up for. I'm, I'm slipping, Sean. We can slipping see that. I'm pretty slipping sure the people at the other end of our conversation can hear this. This is like the slipping that I, I, I was going through right after the Penguins lost. Like, this is... Uh, like, I'm pretty sure it no, was worse. No, no well... Mm, I mean, grain of salt shit, because like... you. Ever since last year, I was like, you know, a repeat is hard. Now it's like, oh, a three-peat is hard. So, 
you know, I always kept in the back of my mind, like, you got to know that, like, a 3P probably is unobtainable. So, like, it wasn't so hard for me to accept, like, oh, we couldn't get three straight. I was more bummed out about it being to the Capitals that we lost to than it was that the Penguins, you know, lost the series. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. So, yeah, that that's... That's what's going on in Wilmington, and we are recording uh, the Monday night of May 21st, uh, watching this Capitals lightning game in the background, and it's just a sloppy game so far. You would think that was my kickball team playing on ice. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> well, I... It, it depends which team my kickball team is, because then the other team would have probably scored like 17 by now. And I don't see that happening in this game. Well, not if they keep fighting each other. Yeah. All right. So anyway, we're we're here to talk hockey and not the miserable existence that is the kickball league I'm in. Um. So so, Washington and. Well- why don't we kick Tampa things Bay. off with uh, Jets Golden Knights since it is the only confirmed series for done as of this point? Sure, let, let's start West Coast. Yeah, so, so Sean, I, first of all, Sean doesn't like to admit that uh, a four-one series win is what's commonly known as the gentleman's sweep. I just think that uh, is dumb to call it a well, gentleman's sweep, like. Why? Well, a, true gentleman, a true gentleman gives the other team at least one. But does it look like the Knights gave the Jets one? I mean, it depends on who you talk to. The correct answer is no. Okay, but if Tampa wins tonight, would you call the best the 4-2 series win the Southern Gentleman Sweep? No! Well, a Southern Gentleman's Sweep is a 4-2 series win. What is this? Why are you pulling out random words? Because I'm a fan of sports media, Sean, and apparently I'm alone in that. And sports media (laughs) is all about random names for series? I mean, since when has it not been? True. I mean, is what you think that the goat saying just came out of nowhere? Well, actually, it probably did, but like we stuck with it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, where the Let's heck did gentlemen's sweep come out of? Well, I I was listening to a barstool podcast, but uh, it was on Urban Dictionary for a few years now. So, I mean, there you go. Like that that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. All right, whatever. So anyway, fine. Fine. the Don't Golden be a Knights gentleman. completed the gentleman sweep of the Jets. Yeah, exactly. King of the throne. So what you think of the series as a whole? I think that Flurry surprised me. Like, I thought he was, his last round, he was getting a little iffy, but he just, I, I thought maybe it was like slowly declining. And as series went on, he was just slipping more, a little more. But uh, nope, 
he just came straight back into uh, flower, into vintage flower, and man, he just he he was the absolute MVP in my mind. Like just diving at pucks. He is from the all MVP angles. of the Golden Knights to this point in the playoffs. Well, yeah, and for me, in in terms of the Jeremy Eskovitz MVP for this series pertaining to that, it, it's a very select demographic of who's a candidate, but yeah, it's Flurry. I mean, I don't think there it's, is another candidate. Well, yeah, I mean, that's true. I mean, Marshall has been playing pretty good this whole playoff run. William Carlson's been doing pretty well, but like, Nothing to the level level of flower. Yeah. I mean, though, to be fair, like, the Jets did keep, like, every game in the series close. Like, they did. I thought that the Jets were going to get more than one game. I thought they would win game five at home. Yeah, that, that one was a surprise to me because, like, I was watching the highlights back, and I'm thinking, like, the way that they were, that Vegas was playing, I was... And then I saw, like, oh, the Jets are in blue. They're the home team. And I was, that surprised me even more is for them to not be able to put up the numbers that they did and score as many goals as they normally have at home just speaks to how well that flurry has been playing. Yeah, but, I mean, game five, they put up a great fight. It just oh, yeah, wasn't did, enough. And like, against any other goalie, I think they would have won that game. Yeah. What about this series? Do you think they would have won the series against any other goalie? I mean, if you're talking the whole series, then yes. Okay, no, I was just curious because, like... But, I mean, the thing is, like, I don't think... Because I think they're only playing, uh, like, they would have won game five, and then they would have lost the series to Vegas anyway. That, oh, yeah. that was my feeling going into it, but I did, really did think they could pull Game 5 as a win at home then probably lose I mean, Game 6 on the road. Vegas has only lost three games in the postseason, so like to say that they were going to lose back-to-back games was a, a stretch by any means. So, like, you know, you can't say, like, and especially with Game 6 in Vegas, if it got to that point, it was going to be a, an extremely steep uphill battle for the Jets at that point. Yeah, but, I mean, I'm just I'm just saying that I thought they could, I don't know, get around Flurry enough to pull out a win at home for Game 5. You mean Game 6? 5. Because they didn't get to oh, six. Right, right, right. Right, right. Game five, game six, same thing. One didn't happen, so it, you know, transitive properties. Yeah, but I mean, I think the series was a great one overall. Like the only the first two games had a or the first three games had a two goal differential. The last two games yeah, were really close. Most... And to the end, really. They were really exciting to watch the highlights of because I couldn't stay up and watch it. <laughs> yeah, so um, the series, like, the highlights, they looked great. And uh, 
I really wish I could have seen that series, but, you know, have to do what the West Coast has to do. Yeah. Yeah, the games weren't starting that late, but, like, and kudos to, like, the hockey YouTube channels. They give us, like, 10-minute-long uh, highlight videos. And for a sport that a lot of people would say, like, oh, how can you put that much time into it? It's such a low-scoring game. But it allows you to kind of re- gain what the energy was like and what uh, mo- things like momentum and like it, it makes you feel like you did watch bits and pieces of the game. So kudos to the people who put the work in to Definitely. make that happen. It's like, I think at most when I'm looking for YouTube videos of these games, I'm looking for like a five minute video. Cause like a, a two minute video is like, Oh, you're just going to show who scored maybe a good save. And I'm not interested in that anymore. I'm too into hockey to do it to that. Yeah, I want to see how the game flows and the real, like, mm-hmm. shifts. The, the chances, too. Like, the chances that didn't result in, like, amazing Yeah, but anything. they shifted how the game was the, flowing. The odd man rushes. Yeah, And those are important to us, especially. Yeah, exactly. It's, it, t- it tells a story. Yeah, I completely agree. It tells a story and... And that's why hockey highlights for anyone who listens. Hockey highlights make for great bedtime stories. It's almost like Goodnight Moon. <laughs> almost. Not quite, but almost. But anyway, getting back into the hockey, the hockey talk. Um, I mean, it's just like... in. What do you think? Did the Jets... Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's get a lot of those opportunities that they got in the other series like they did against uh, Nashville. Or was it kind of like... Uh, defensively Vegas should have no, I think they more. got the opportunities. I do think they got the opportunities. I mean, not necessarily that they were like the cleanest opportunities, but you can't really expect that in the playoffs, but they had great chances that I mean Flurry just was there or made this amazing save. Right. Right. I mean, I, like I said, I not having watched the games fully, I didn't want to like hark on or not Hark, but I uh, give Flurry all the credit in the world if like he was only stopping no eighteen way. shots they a game had... or something like that. Yeah, I just want to um, make sure that I'm not. No, they had like him. good thirty but... shots in a couple of those games, thirty some. Yeah, and this is why we say that Flurry is like the MVP candidate. You know, far 
in front in comparison to others in the playoffs. I I did a little research. It was like uh, game one. I don't remember how many he gave up. That was the game in the series that Winnipeg won. Um, I think it was four. But yeah, he gave up four in games. Yeah, in games two through five, he gave up all of six goals. In games two through five, he gave so, up six. No, this one I know it's six yep, total. Yep, that goals. is correct. So that you know, that's like imagine, like you only give up six goals in a playoff series, you'll win every series. Yeah, but I mean, he gave up ten technically. How's that? Well, yeah, I'm just saying, like, it. No, no, I agree with you. I mean, he he played a, shutout. A, that's what you need. Yeah, but like, a that you need that kind of performance to win games. So I'm not saying like he was, uh, you know, the only reason why they won games. But like, or I'm not saying like he's the reason why they lost necessarily. But like those kind of performances is really hard to lose games. Like Definitely, that. I I agree. And. I mean, but, he didn't, go ahead. like, the games, they had some goals, right? But the last game, they won 2-1, to one, so it's not like he was getting tremendous offensive support. Like, sure, the most goals right. they gave, gave Flurry this series was 4, game 3. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on the reverse side, you could say the same thing about uh, Hellebuck. You know, they didn't give him a lot of the support that they were giving him in other rounds. But what I really wanted to touch on was that, um, shoot, uh, I may have forgotten it for a second, but, oh, like, game five, the for a neutral fan, like, I know you said it's only a 2-1 game, but, like, that's, like, to the T, your elimination game, like, defensive struggle game that, like, it, a true hockey fan loves to watch. Yeah, so, but like, I mean, kudos to that we got if that you're, too. If you're Batman in the the NHL, you want to see scoring because that's what brings fans to the game. Yep, I mean, but you can also say that Vegas making it to the final is like does just that anyway because of the you know expands yeah, the but market. So if they didn't for for if, this year for this year, it's do they are doing what. They yeah, but if you anyway. look back on it, like they were given basically the above average an above average player from every team or some absurd amount of yeah. picks. Because so, because this year the difference between other expansion drafts is uh they they made it so that all the other teams couldn't protect yeah, as so many players. I think that with the way the expansion draft went, if this team didn't make well, at least attempt at making the playoffs to an extent, it would have been a failure for mm-hmm. Bettman. Right, because, like, you never know if, like, these guys didn't mesh well and it just was an absolute train wreck. So th- there's always that to consider. But, like, from a, a paper perspective... From a talent like, perspective, they, they have... Were... I mean, they don't have a star. Well, I mean, James Neal and Marc-Andre Fleury, but they don't have, like, a... Yeah, but, like, back... They're on the back end of their yeah, team, but too. It's not like they got guys in there. Yeah, prime. but Flurry is still really good, and he's shown it. And even though Neil's oh, on yeah. the back end of his career, he's made it through the playoffs, basically. I mean, I don't think the injuries were ever really a concern for Neil. No, but, but, I mean, if you look at 
that roster that they had and all the picks they accrued to to get that roster also like i feel like barring some like complete complete meltdown, meltdown in that the team needed to make the playoffs yeah, and I mean, for once we get some sports news this time of year that actually lives up to the hype. Yeah. Take a little shot at basketball. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, because, like, I've had friends text me, you know, you know, it's amazing that Vegas did this in their first year. I was like, well, you know, if you kind of look at the science behind they it. They had it really a stacked like, expansion draft, man. Yeah. It's like. You know, they also benefited from the fact that, like, this wasn't like uh, when a group of teams came into the league at one time, like in the 60s or the original, or not the original six, but when uh, you get two or more teams to join after and the expansion draft is you're fighting against other teams for the same players, too. This is like, you know, they really had the pick of whoever they wanted I mean, a limited pool, but, like, yeah, they benefited pretty nicely. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree. That's just, like, my little pet peeve when somebody says, oh, I can't believe Vegas was... Like, I can't believe Vegas is in the Stanley Cup. I mean, I can, but I'm, I'm surprised. Right. But it's not to right. say that I think they shouldn't have made the playoffs. They definitely, with the roster that they acquired and the picks and all that, like, Everything they acquired for that ro- with that roster, they at least needed to be in playoff contention, or the NHL would have thrown a fit with the amount of, like, with what that expansion draft was worth to them. Mm-hmm. Like, Bettman had to make yeah. a statement as the first uh, national sport in Las Vegas, right? So, if they didn't make the playoffs or do something like that, there's somebody's throwing a fit in the NHL HQ. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, lucky for Batman that worked out. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Nice to see is like, cause for for me, now the Penguins are out. If I'm rooting for anybody, it's I don't know the team with the 2014 Penguins like England, uh, Neil. Perron, Flurry. Well, you don't want Ovechkin I mean, to get, get his first cup if that's ever possible. <laughs> I mean, it, it would take a whole lot of alcohol for me to say yes, but it's not going to happen like that. Eh, we'll see. I mean, they're down in their own series right yeah, now. Yeah, I mean, so. it's going on, right? They're about to start the second, so. Anyway, what, why don't we actually get to that series, huh? Sure. Uh, work a little transition. Here, huh? <laughs> so, uh, I, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, like, it, it looks pretty damn good for Washington to start out, take two games from Tampa, and then like you know, the now comes the easy part with games three and four at home, right? You know, you know, it's a pretty nice easy. But they start. are Washington, remember? They're not hard to follow, and then what happened? They're Washington. They went up to O in a series. That's apparently the other thing that they can't yeah. do. Yeah. Aside from getting out of the second round. Yeah, I mean, when there's a will, there's a way, and well, 
I, I guess you didn't have to tell Tampa <laughs> that. Yeah, uh, but to to be fair, wow, what the Capitals the looked pretty solid games one and two. Um, and yep. then it looks like they just fell apart at home, which is really weird. I mean, I don't think home field advantage plays as much as a factor as it did back like 10 years, 15 years. Oh, yeah, no. But no. you shouldn't have this much of a difference in your own team being away and home. Especially when nobody has any expectations I mean, for you anyway. How are you performing so different? Yeah, like they've already exceeded expectations for themselves. This was like, supposed to be the weakest Caps lineup Cup. in the past like five years. Like nobody has any yeah, expectations. It's the one that didn't win the President's Trophy. So, I mean, they just haven't recovered. I mean, game five was okay. I don't yeah. think I. Yeah. I think they. I mean, they didn't play horribly, but they gave up uh, a chance off of a weird bounce uh, early, and like when that happens, it just kind of like falters a little bit. It's hard for the goaltender to regain momentum off of like weird bounce. Yeah, I mean, they fought back and, though. Like, and, like and, they gave up. Yeah. But like they gave up two. In they the gave first up period. two in the first period, and they gave up one really quickly in the second. I think it was like thirty seconds in. Um, yeah. but to be fair, they did fight back. But I mean, you can't play like this and expect to win a series, let alone the cup, if you even get there. I mean, look, if. It's hard to win the cup in your first go at it too, so let's not forget that. So I mean, at this point, we can have. A, aren't we going to have two teams in their first go at it, no matter what? I mean, I'm just saying it's rare, or not rare, but uncommon. Like sometimes you need that experience of climbing the mountain before you can reach the top. Fair enough. But I, I'm I mean, just like, I, it, what really draws this, like, paints the picture of this series is how different the capitals looked away versus home and not in the traditional sense like they traditionally a team looks even the slightest bit better at home but the capitals are looking worse yeah columbus pittsburgh uh they they've lost at home every yeah series. and you can't do that in the playoffs like you can you can survive i mean you can obviously drop a game here and there at home but Winning two on the road, two you losses, need to yeah, two losses at home. You need to good. win one of your home games. Like you did more than your job on the road. Now do your job at home, and you just they just can't do that. It looks like. Yeah, and you know after going up two zero in the series, now to be down three two, you go facing if, elimination. Uh, they flatlined. Yeah, if they're just flatlined and just playing a game that they can't win. Because, like, right now it's 0-0 in the second period, but, like, in terms of pressure, if if Tampa starts getting pressure and opportunities, I don't think that Washington can recover. Like, that's just a game that I don't feel like they're going to get the same number back, and then Tampa's probably going to win it in six. I mean, I... I can see, I mean, this game has been really close in my opinion. Like, I don't see either of them 
really pushing ahead in momentum either way. Yeah, no, I'm saying if it breaks out a little, so, you know, if, if something yeah, were to change. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like with the way this game has gone so far, there's at least a chance. Because I don't see either team giving up, like, too quick, too bad or quick goals. Especially because this is like Washington's Game 7. It's you, you win or you're done for them right now. So, yeah. I don't... I see them at least attempting to put something bad that happens behind them really quickly. Well, if they don't, they're screwed. Yeah, but i that's why I think that this <laughs> game is more than just the first momentum shift. Oh, no, no, I'm not saying the first momentum shift. I'm saying if it shifts and it sustains Yeah, itself. but I mean, that's what you risk with every momentum shift, isn't it? I guess I'm I'm saying like if Tampa just has a period that belongs to them and Washington can't get anything going for like the whole period then it's over. All right. I mean yeah. I mean we'll find out. We'll find out is like two differing opinions here and we'll see who's right. But not that I, it's a I don't see a full but, period like, at least not for us. Well, be going. I don't. I don't yeah. see the momentum of a full period going. A little bit of an exaggeration, Sean. A little bit of an exaggeration. <laughs> Look, there's only one puck out there. It's not like they're playing by themselves. True. Yeah, but I mean, we'll see. Like this game is looking really good and. Washington just killed off a power. Play, yeah. pa- they just power killed power off play. a power play. Yes, that is what I meant to say. So, I mean, we'll keep an eye as this game goes on, but it's really do or die for Washington. And hopefully, they're. I mean, they look like they're showing up, but they need to show up more than they did game five. They really need to return to their game one two form. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Like, I don't know. I could go either way on how it goes tonight, to be honest with you. True. I mean, not that I hate the Capitals or anything, but... And the other thing is, Washington is at home because it's Game 6, right? So, I mean, just the fact that they're playing like this is something. It's a very good point. Because, I mean, but if you look at Game's... Three and four to this game, right? The starts are completely different. Yeah. yeah you're, no, you're right. I mean, because I mean... game three, right? Like, Tampa had three goals to start the game. And I'm pretty sure game four they had... Or actually, they didn't score first game four, but they took the lead in the first pretty shortly after. I mean, well... Let's and this is just a thought that just popped into my head, but like Tampa, they've won both their playoff series coming into this one, four-one uh, series. They beat Boston and New Jersey in five games apiece. So like they've kind of like held their own and not slipped up in games. Whereas Washington, well, it's I mean, a different story. can you really say they didn't slip so, up like, in games when they lost like game? They lost game one for. 
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Two and then lost game two, six to two. Yeah. Tampa? No, I'm saying oh. before this series. I'm saying like they made the adjustments that they need to after their loss. And obviously this series has been a little bit different. And Washington had been playing at a confidence level that uh, to start the series that like was just they were unfazed, but then they came home and now it's like you know we're starting to see the Washington that doesn't make the changes that they need to, and you know, Tampa's played short series and this is the longest series that they've been in so far, so I don't know I, I feel like it's Tampa's to lose just because I mean I agree I Washington's blown the past three games. Yeah, true. I'm sorry, not not blown in in a sense that they gave away the games, but like they didn't capitalize on the opportunities to increase or uh, take back a series. Yeah, game. I mean, I agree, but this game, it looks like it's going to go either way, and just from even the first like five six minutes of the second period. So, yeah, uh, um. Interested in seeing how it plays out. But, I mean, anything else on this series that you have? Because, like, you know, compared to the Vegas series, which, you know, we already knew was over, we don't have a lot of talking points on this one. In no, it's just, like, what do you think either of these teams against Vegas, like, who do you, like, who do you think has the better shot? Tampa? Tampa. Like it, I I just don't see how you're rooting the, for the Tampa Bay uh, Rangers. Yeah, that's what I call them because they have McDonough, Strawman, Girardi, oh, oh, Miller. I, I was starting to put like the Tampa no and something together. Um, no, but Tampa's got more depth than Washington does, and. I think when it comes to scoring chances, then they have an ability to have those goals come from third and fourth, and sometimes even fourth line players that like Washington, it's like the first two lines is probably most of their That is their production. production. I don't think it comes past, like sometimes third line, but I don't think it goes down. Right. So, like, with Vegas playing such a strong defensive postseason as they have overall, I don't know that the Capitals, if they get to the final, can penetrate through that. Yeah, but, I mean, if you look at a team like Winnipeg, right, I think they play similarly to Tampa in which they play a speed-oriented game, and Vegas, at least Flurry, has shown that he can keep up with it. Yeah, I mean... I mean, I'd still give it to Vegas, or not Vegas, Tampa. That's yeah, no, I think me. I think the series would be better if it was Tampa, but we'll see. I I yeah. mean, I think Vegas is gonna it win. Be... <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, kudos to you. You had that one. I don't know what I was doing thinking about Boston. <laughs> I think both of us were thinking Boston Damn, Boston would get to the final, though, right? I'm pretty uh, sure I picked him. I think you had Nashville. No, you had Nashville. Nashville's on the west. Okay, you know what, Sean? This is U.S. <laughs> history. This is the National Hockey Yeah, Nashville's in the Western Conference. That's why it's not U.S. history. No, the Nationals are in the <laughs> NL East. Oh, my God. Who's on third? What's on second? Uh, beer. I don't know who's on know. first, dude. Uh, well, then, you know, how about we just drink? Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Glad we got that cleared up. All right, well, because I think uh, that that's what we got Ooh. to say about NHL. A little puck talk, yeah. And then we we get to the, the third most interesting sport behind my kickball misery in the NHL. Obviously, NHL number one, kickball misery number two, NBA number three. Um, yeah, so... I just want to take a second to say, why do we not have close games? Like, again, we sit here and be like, oh, you know, this series could be really good. It could be very entertaining if you get close games or if you get, like, a series that goes deep enough. And it's like, dude, I I did the math. The closest game on either series, east or west, was a 13-point game. I saw that. And... Yeah, and the second closest game after that was 20. uh, they so. were, yeah twenty yeah twenty plus or I think it was like twenty one points, twenty one points or higher the margin of victory that sucks. This is the conference finals. Like the weak teams have been eliminated by now in theory, and this is what we're given. We're dealing with just a big piece. Or a big plate full of crap. Like, this is not entertaining television. I don't understand how you guys can market a sport like this. Like, oh, it could be anybody's series. Well, that may be true, but by the end of the third quarter, I know who won. So, like, why did I show up for, like, the whole thing then? Like, it would be hard to get me to purchase tickets for a team that was going to lose by 25. Yeah. That's but, I mean... Me. To be fair, right? Like, what, the Celtics won game one and two by some ungodly margin? Like, Mm -hmm. 30 points or so? And then Cavs won game three by 30 points or so? Yeah, which I I don't understand how that happens. Like, Like, we just said with hockey, like, Home ice, home court advantage is now what it was 10 years ago. And that can be said of all sports, except for maybe football. In football, you put like 60,000 fans in there. It's a bit different compared to like 10,000 in an arena and 60,000 in a football stadium. Uh, and when it's just like, you know, surrounded but and also, yeah, like, down. And you have weather elements to Yeah, go so with they have too. weather and most other sports are indoor aside from what? soccer but you know we yeah and soccer you know if we get on the whole international landscape thing that's a whole different thing in itself um yes but like but anyway 
you know, home court advantage doesn't mean as much as it maybe would have 10 it's years like, ago. So I don't understand how you can be like, absolutely dominate the Cavaliers in games one and two, then turn around and absolutely get smacked down and, you know, like nose into the ground and absolutely bullied in game three. Like, you have to know that the Cavs are running through LeBron and really there's not a lot of options for the Cavs either way. Like, you know, win or lose, you know who the ball's going through and... What, did you just let down your guard? Like, how did you give up 30 more points and you scored? I can't help you there, but they did. Yeah. But that's just, like, my pet peeve with basketball. Like, sure, I mean, obviously people are going to get blown out, right? There's nothing you can do about that. But when it's constant... Yeah, it could be a little more infrequently, but... There's a problem. Yeah, it's like, look, I get that the the Warriors are good, and like, but the Rockets, they were supposed to, this was finally supposed to be the year that they had a team that could compete and take down the Warriors, because like, the Warriors, they, they do this type of scoring anyway, but this was supposed to be the year that the Rockets could compete with that. They just lost their, you know, game last night, 126-85. to 85. That's not... Like, they lost by, like, 41 points. Mm-hmm. So, this is, again, this is the conference finals. What, did you just not show up? Like, and you can't say that they didn't show up because 85 points, you know, ideally would be enough to keep you in competition for you. But to give up 126 It's Golden points, State, though. Like, you have to expect... I expect, like, Golden State to get in the 90s, 100 points. Yeah, and that's fine. But again, this is this was supposed to be the Houston team that was supposed to be able to uh, stay in its stride for stride with what Golden State does. And well, if if the Houston Rockets were a horse, they obviously missed a few strides, like about forty minutes worth, I would guess. Like that's just. How do you lose by 41 in the I mean, NBA don't you... Uh, isn't there a stat, like, the plus-minus of the players were, like, a difference yeah, of 30? Yeah, I looked at... I looked into that today. Uh, yeah, so uh, every plus... In Game 3 last night for the Warriors' 41-point win, the plus-minus was every player on the Warriors had a plus of at least uh, 20. Uh and every Rockets player was negative 12. So that means that not a single Rockets player, even if he was on the court for three minutes, did better than the person that he was guarding for three minutes. Well. Like, if he put up three points, he gave up 18. Something like that. Or, like, not, you know, uh, like, accurate, but, like, you get the concept. Is like, they... I guess constructed this team that doesn't play defense, which kind of you need against Golden State to win. Just a thought. It's like, you know, this would have been a game that I would have fallen asleep to. Yeah. It really would have been. It's not that the East has been a lot better, but like, 
and I say this with confidence on in the Western Conference, Houston's won all their games. Like, you had a nice run. You tied the series 1-1. You looked like... And then you got blown out by 41. And, and, yeah. And I've had friends who are like, you know, oh, it's it's different for Houston this year. It's different. I was like, dude, you gotta understand. This is the same thing. Like, the NBA's been this predictable for five years. If you really think it's changing now, no. It's not. Like, it's gonna take you know, one of the bigger players leaving Golden State before it can get that to that like um that kind of scope where other teams have chances again. Like LeBron will leave and then a new team will make the finals because LeBron will have been on that new team. But this is this is it for the NBA. This is like you have your uh pinnacle and your bonafide all-stars who always get to the finals and you'll have the other all-stars and other players who are really good but just will never get anywhere close yeah because i mean what it's like right now the uh boston and cleveland game is going on and with like five and a half minutes left in the second cleveland's up by 15 so yep Sounds about right. I'm surprised it's not by more, to be honest. Give it to halftime. It'll be like 20-some. Yeah, I mean, refs playing with uh, blindfolds on, I'm sure. (laughs) Well, I'm not watching the game, so I can't tell you. Right until proven wrong. Isn't that how, isn't that the opposite of how the America is supposed to work? said right until proven wrong not innocent until proven guilty but aren't you declaring the refs guilty before no i'm just hypothesizing okay taking a swing in the dark all right absolute swing in the dark Uh, i guarantee you i'm wrong but like you know in the purpose of giving predictions that's that's my prediction fair enough just like how I predict that Houston won all their games already. They I mean, nice I run, think it is but... pretty demoralizing once you lose by 41 in the Eastern or the Western Conference Finals, is it? Yeah, I mean, if it's a regular season, it's, it's whatever. Like, you have 80 some have... other of those, right? Well, yeah, and like if you lose by that much, it's kind of like okay, we can get back from this. Is like. Uh, even you could lose by 13 in the next game and be like, okay, well, at least it was in 41 and, like, have the building blocks to improve over time. In the playoffs, you don't get that. So they'll probably lose by, like, 20-some in the next game, and they'll be down 3-1, to one, and then they'll they'll play a pretty close game 5, and they'll lose that, too. Like, they'll lose it by, like, Yeah, because they, well, they, there are so many adjustments you have to make. I, I was going to say by 6. Yeah, I was going to say that they lose by 6, but, you know. History has proven that that's just not the case in I mean, because once you lose by 41, there's so many adjustments as a team that you'll probably have to make that there's no way you're going to make them all in time to turn around the series. Well, like like we talked about the plus-minus, I mean, I don't know. The lone adjustment, I think the big one, is play defense. Like, it's pretty obvious to say that they did a bad job of that from every aspect of what defense is in the NBA, if every single player couldn't uh, keep the guy in front of him and, like, contest shots, 
because like if they all if Golden State played that strong, then Houston just didn't try. Yeah, they didn't, and they're a team that's offense based anyway. Like, I guess Chris Paul is somewhat okay on defense. James Harden. Not going to play defense. Eric Gordon, not going to play defense. It's like they have a lot of guys who are like, oh, they'll set up in the corner and shoot lights out threes. And they'll like, or they're like great inside presences. And you'll, you know, get the putback dunks and stuff. But from a, from a defensive standpoint, it's like none of the guys on that roster are there. Yeah, I don't defense. think so either. And asking that, asking them to play defense is just going to, you know, it, it'll be a nice attempt when they're about to lose their final game of the year, but it's not going to stop them from losing their final game of the year. Hey, I mean, I I don't, I see Golden State's going to make it out of that series, so. I mean, the only series that we then have hope for is what, Celtics-Cavs? And that series is yeah. literally acting like what, Tampa-Washington right now, in which one team, well, in the opposite way of they're at home. Except, yeah, except. Yeah, they win, win at, at home, home, but they lose miserably away. So that's what that's what it's looking yeah, like. Yeah. Yep, that's a lot of fun. But at least, hey, if the Cavs win tonight, we'll actually have a six-game series in the NBA playoffs this year. It's just a crazy concept that they could even go that far. <laughs> Dare I say, and I say dare with extreme exaggeration, Game 7, because it probably will not get to that point. Hey, we can only hope. Well, I don't know if I hope for an NBA Game 7. I'm really not hoping for another NBA game if they're all going to be like this. Hey. I honestly feel like, and I don't know if I've said this before when we've recorded shows, but like, when it comes to free agency, they should have ways to like say, okay, if you want to leave the team that you're on, you have to go to a team that didn't make the playoffs. But that and it, you have to get rid of the super team thing. If you want to create a competitive atmosphere across the board, I mean, you get aren't they? Super teams. I mean, and they should have never enabled them. Don't anyway. they have? They only have a soft salary cap, right? So yeah. I mean, the the way that the NHL combats super teams is the hard cap. Yeah, but the thing about the NBA is it it, it from the commissioner down, it's a players' league. Yeah, and I mean, didn't Which, they? It, not to say that it shouldn't be to some extent, but you can't have the players. But didn't they try like to combat because super teams what... by limiting the number of max contracts a team can have? I'm not sure about that because I think one of the things is just uh, max deals are different from team to team. Like uh, if you're the Knicks and a, a player that uh, is at the end of his contract is a, and becomes a free agent, you can offer uh, one more year and like X more million dollars in your max deal than uh, like uh, say San Antonio's max deal can be because I think – uh, you can offer as the team that had the player like a six-year deal and the other uh, cities or teams can only offer a five-year deal. 
So, like, there's some factors they're not, like, restraining enough to keep guys uh, with their teams, which is another one of the problems. Uh, but, like, I don't know. I think that the the NBA just needs to get rid of super teams. Yeah, but how are they going to do that when the league like, is basically all player-controlled, yeah? I don't know. I, I feel like this stems back to the uh, the lockout that happened, like, I don't know. You'd probably have to look back and see uh, who uh, bent over backwards more, the uh, Players Association or uh, the league, and you'd probably say it was the league because they just were losing money by not having uh, that season. Uh, And this is probably one of the things that happened because, like, 2013 you had the one super team with LeBron in uh, Miami. LeBron, Wade, Bosh. Yeah. But, like, that was it. You didn't have these other super teams yet. So, um, it's it's just, you know, it was enabling. And now it, you can't enable to the point where it, it's gotten to and not have it be lopsided. Yeah. So, this is what we were dealt with. And, by the way, the yeah, capital scored. Who scored Ovi? I don't know who scored, but... I saw the score tick. The score was TJ Oshi from Backstrom and Kuznetsov on the power play. Yeah. American hero, except not really because he plays for the Capitals. Hey. Hey, man. But yeah. So that, that's been my weekly NBA rant. I don't know if you have anything else to add. No, I mean, I agree that, keep that if they going. want competitiveness in the NBA, they have to figure out how to minimize yeah. super teams. I mean, group. there's no getting rid of, like, teams strong, being stronger than the other, but there, there has to be ways to limiting. Like, you can't just have two teams, which I know are at least going to be in the Final Four, if not the one of the last two teams in the league at the end of the playoffs. Yep. Gotta have a, a little change up. Yeah. But yeah, that that's what I've got. Um oh, so uh, uh did you hear about the Robinson Kenosis? No, I did not. So apparently Years are uh, he Robinson Cano Seattle Mariners. Uh, I don't I don't think it was full fledged PEDs, so like he got an eighty game suspension, but it was still like a banned substance or something. Um, and all of a sudden, it's like half of the people who uh, heard this news were like not surprised and half were surprised because like Cano he signed with. Uh, the Mariners like four years ago, something like that. And one of the reasons that the Yankees didn't like offer all the money in the world that the Mariners did is because they thought like he was eventually going to get caught for PEDs. But then the other side of the uh, people who heard the news were like, oh, the, you know, he was like going to be clean his whole career there was no way that he was ever involved i mean with this. It was it, I, I looked wild. it up really quickly and it was like the first two things were like a rod 
it's going to be a really long road back for Cano. Or the second headline mm-hmm. was, Teixeira throws Cano under the bus. And I'm like, well. Yeah, yeah, it's been like... It's been headlines either what you know to, from one extreme to the other, but the weird thing was like the Yankees were like, yeah, we were in front of this a few years ago. That's why we didn't want to give him all that money, and then it's like, well, but like, how can you be surprised that like, you know, if the Yankees were like, eh, you know, you know, go somewhere else if you want all that. I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's funny and. I have no idea what to make of that. Like, people are saying, like, oh, Cano, like, this was, like, you know, Hall of Fame or not. Like, he may not get into Cooperstown because of this. I mean, was he getting into Cooperstown anyway? Like, I mean, I guess he had a chance. I didn't really think that he was deemed to be, like. That good. In Cooperstown. Yeah. Yeah. Like. It's not like he took the Mariners to a World Series or anything. Granted, baseball is a sport where you only have uh, a, a certain impact yeah. because of uh, how the rosters are and how the game is. But, like, Robinson Cano probably hasn't done enough to get, even if he was clean, probably hadn't been anywhere near enough to get into the Hall of Fame anyway. And it's like, you know, you got Jose Canseco and, I mean, Barry Bonds. They're not in the Hall of Fame, but these are the guys that put up, like, huge numbers and are considered outside of the PEDs to be Hall of Fame worthy. And uh, Cano's not. Nah, I, I agree. I don't <laughs> think he's on that level. I don't think he dramatic, was on that level. Yeah, it's just the dramatic reaction to it, which was absolutely wild. So, yeah, I just wanted to touch on that. That and uh, apparently the uh, L.A. Angels uh, signed a pitcher who bats really well, and they play him as the D.H. on days that he doesn't pitch. Which, I mean, I guess that works. I don't really. Hey, understand I mean, it, I think but... he's been doing pretty well, right? Yeah, but I picked up a Sports Illustrated, and they're like, oh. He's the next Babe Ruth. I'm like, are you kidding me? He's been in the league for 50, 60, 70 games at this point. He's, yeah, like 50 games. And we're comparing him to the Babe who played like 38 years in the pros. Like, let's get real here. Like, also the Babe, you know, they played in an era where the deep ball probably wasn't happening as much as it is now. So, like, you can't be like, oh, he's only giving up this many home runs. And the babe gave up more. I was like, well, you know, I mean, good for him. But, like, it's not going to last. The AL is a hitter-friendly yeah. league. The NL is where the pitchers yeah. dominate. So. I mean, we'll see when he, like, actually plays in the AL parks, right? Because that's the other thing. Like, the NBA, uh, the MLB and the NFL are the two places where I think home field matters the most. Right, because yeah. the park parks yeah. are so different. Yeah, and the dimensions. Yeah, put put that uh, Otani dude. Uh, I don't know his Shohei? first name, but uh, yeah, Shohei Otani. Put him, make him start two games in Yankee Stadium. I bet, like he gives. Up I, three I bet home you runs. he gets lit up at least one of those games. Yeah, because Yankee Stadium is short porch yeah. all around. 
So, I mean, it's, it's we'll care. see. But, I mean, to be fair, for his first season in the MLB after coming from overseas, I think he's been doing yeah, pretty been well. Pretty good. Now that I've actually started to yeah, watch the games somewhat. I mean, yeah, I've been watching some games too because, like, beyond belief that the Pirates are any good. <laughs> they were in first place last week, and then they dropped, like, three games. I was like, well, you know. I mean, they the could be the furthest, Mets. Furthest into the- well, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, they were in first place further than I into the season than I ever thought that they would be anywhere near. So, I would have thought outside of opening week, they would have had zero chance of first place. And, well, they're only, you know, they're proving me wrong. Yeah. yeah. For now. For now. Because I, I still believe it'll go hey. downhill. Oh, wow. Only a 15-point game. Uh, at the end of the second quarter. So at halftime, wow. Well, well. Yeah. 68 points is an outrageous amount of points to be scored in the first half of a basketball yeah, game. Yeah, I mean, you're going to expect more in the second half anyway. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. It's sad. Put your flag at half-mast for the <laughs> Because it's over. So, I mean, there you go. We started our MLB talk, which will probably be making a rise soon. Yo, when fantasy football season comes around, this show's going to get good. Like, fantasy football is where it's at for sports talk. So, I think we should do some stuff. Oh, we definitely will. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, I'm I'm looking forward to that. All right, man. You got anything? No, else I think like I'm glad we started bringing up the baseball and looking forward to covering it some more as the season finally reaches June, where the good baseball starts. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, we thank you again for listening to the show, and I uh, hope you enjoy, like, uh, share with friends. Rate it. And uh, we'll catch you next week. See ya.